This is Cars Unfiltered Podcast. How did seasons? That's why they sit here with one hand on their headphones all the time because you can't actually hold your headphones like this. And I think that would freak me out because of the delay. Like the slight delay makes things no, echo. There's not really a delay. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Surprisingly, I'm like I'm listening to you in the headphones at the same time that I'm watching your lips move. That's not bad. No. Sweet. But it's it's weird holding this here. Right. And the alternate, uh, yeah, I don't know. The alternate method is this method, which I feel just makes it seem like you're not talking to me. But I am. I'm yeah. whatever floats your boat. All right. All right. So we'll start. We'll start. Ready? All right. All right. Welcome to the Cars Unfiltered podcast, season two, episode three, the special edition national. North American, North American International Auto Show. Yes, the NAIAS, which is, I think, one of the worst named auto show names out there. It probably, yeah, it probably is. Yeah, you know, Geneva is just like Geneva. Yep, and New York is New York. Right. LA well, is the LA Auto Show. In relation L-A-A-A-S. to LAAS, which is not bad. I don't know LAAAS. That's true. It's hard to say, say it. LAAAS. You're all yeah, good yeah, points. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which actually, this brings up an interesting thing. So I, I guess, watched. No, I guess it's just L A A S, not L A A S. Yeah, the L A Los Angeles Auto Show. Yeah, I had an extra okay. A. I mean, it'd be easy to do, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. But this brought up something interesting to me. So I watched the Grand Tour last night. So episode, I watched it this morning. Well, what? partially last night, partially this morning. Yep. Episode si- seven, six. Uh, episode seven. Epi- episode seven. So they had the Lamborghini Huracan Performante. Yes, right? they did. Yes, they which did. Which arguably. I thought it was interesting. Jeremy Clarkson said it was one of his favorite supercars right now, right? And they all kind of agreed, and I kind of agree too. I'm not a huge. I hate the Huracan actually, which I know you don't really care either yeah, way. Yeah, but I, I don't. But here's the thing. Here's here's a, something I noticed. Okay, because I was watching it with my wife, and when they said, like when they showed up on the screen, I was like Lamborghini Huracan Performante, right? Okay, I, I don't understand why, but okay. Right, I don't know, just because. Just because. Okay. But that doesn't work for American auto manufacturers. No. No, not at okay. all. Ford GT. That's it. Ford Mustang GT. Alternately, the Ford Mustang Bullet. Ford Mustang Bullet. It doesn't, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't true. work. Yeah. You don't have enough Lamborghini Huracan. You got that throat gutter. There's not enough syllables. Performante. We don't have enough syllables. Something. Yeah. I mean... Ford Edge SD. All right, yeah. So yeah. So what? Before we get too off topic with Tom's uh, pronunciations, we actually did go to the auto show. That's true. And uh, we saw the Ford Edge. Which camera should I be looking at? I have no idea. Well, we have this one's live, so we're actually doing a live one yeah, this yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, we should say too. Adam is not here. Yeah, Adam couldn't make it down for the auto show. He, he had... is at Tip Up Town. What? What? He's at a bigger, a big event. Tip Up Town in Houghton Lake? I don't know what that is. So Adam, if nobody knows, Adam is a big fishing enthusiast. Yes. Adam he has likes to like fish. like he has a bass boat, like yeah. a fast yes. bass boat yep. and stuff. Yeah. Um and yeah, he's he also does some stuff on the side with Lake Prince, actually lake-prince.com and he Shout out bio. Yep, shout out. Um and he's like big in the fishing community. Okay, so what's that have to do with where he is? Oh, Tip Up Town is a big, like, basically on Houghton Lake in Michigan, where I believe there's all these, like, ice fishing, like, Tip Up is, like, an ice fishing thing, I So think. there you go. Yeah. Adam is ice fishing. Well, he no, is. he's at a, he's at an event, basically, like, the North American International Auto Show of ice fishing. 
Okay, I don't understand anymore, but okay. All right, Adam's not here because <laughs> no. fishing. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Not because he is fishing, but because of fishing. Right. Some sort of, something related with fishing. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fair. Yeah. I, I think people probably even would know what we're talking about. Yeah, I have no idea. What, okay. I don't know what we're talking about. So. That's fine. So that's we're fine. going to talk about the North American International Auto Show. Yep. Because the that NAIAS. way we, we do know what we're talking about. Although um, this could be short. Very, yeah, it was very, I wasn't impressed this year. I was not. So I have every year, the last three or four or five years, actually, it, I feel like it's gone downhill. Now, a couple, two years ago, or maybe it's three years ago now, right? They had the Ford GT was launched, and that was amazing. Yep, GT350 yep. and like. But if you remember, that wasn't. Uh, well, that was during the auto show. Yeah, that wasn't during yeah. like the press, uh, the preview days, industry preview days. Right. That was actually during the auto show. Yeah. Um, we went. So we just went today, which is the first day that the auto show is open to the public. Which was insanity. Yeah. Don't go. Don't uh, go that day. Don't do it. If you um, go, we couldn't help it this year because we have other things going on. But uh, for you guys, actually. But if you remember, yeah. the GT was released, I think, on a Tuesday mm-hmm. of general admission week. I think so. So it's possible that we missed some the reveal of some things if people are tending to go the route of the Ford GT. Mm-hmm. Um, but even so, it was very lackluster, I think, as far as offerings, as far as the people that showed up. Well, not the people, but the, the manufacturers that showed up. Yep. Um, displays were impressive because, I mean... As tech gets cheaper and cheaper, displays get flashier and flashier. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Kind of reminded me of Las Vegas. Um, but overall, yeah, kind of kind of not impressed. I think the most supercar-ish manufacturer that showed up was Maybach, Maybach. Well, like, I, don't, I don't think they're necessarily thought of as a supercar. No, yeah, but they're so super luxury, like high luxury end. car. Yeah, yeah, with terrible wheels. You I like love, them, but I like they the are wheels. Ugly. They're, so those wheels are actually a throwback to like they're earlier spun my, aluminum. my box. It's a, it's a spun it's aluminum. It's like a dish, like a yeah, dish looking. No, I like them. It's bad. I like it. It's bad. I like it. Look up, look up the Maybach and look at the wheels, and you can I give us an Maybach, opinion as to whether I don't know. I'm, I'm. From Illinois. It's too plush for Mike. Uh, yeah. My box are too no, plush yeah, for Mike. It's, it's not for me. It's true. It's yeah. not for me. Mm-hmm. Although I did like the, you know, uh, the rear laptop table tray. Yep. That mm-hmm. is, uh, I'm assuming, standard because why would you have options on a car that costs that much money? They do, though. Yeah, but they shouldn't. It should just be it's like, true. hey, it's true. you know what? This, this is, is all, this half is a million all dollars. standard. All of this yeah. is standard. You can have It's not 500000 It's half a million. That's what this car yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and everything is standard. Which, my box aren't that much, by the way. But, yeah, they're like 300 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I did my, my infamous, uh, which really is not famous. It's infamous. Um, Corvette test. Yes, yes, Which, you did. And interestingly enough, was not as successful this year as it was previous in previous years. Yeah, that's true. I think the plastic's a little thicker. And I, I do, actually. It didn't move as much at all. But so it, what but I, it still moved. So the Corvette test, which I alluded to before, is essentially you walk up to the back of the Corvette with all these people standing around, because there's a line, always a line of people trying to sit in the new Corvette, and you push on the... Um, the, rear, the rear emblem. Basically, yeah, the, the rear, rear emblem yeah. area. The rear trunk. Between the taillights. Yeah, between the taillights. And usually it's super flexible, and it even usually moves the taillights. And this year, it didn't actually move the taillights. Yeah, in, in past years, Tom's been able to flex. And we're not talking a, a heavy push here. We're just no, talking yeah. a one- or two-finger push. Yep. 
that kind of you know steady state move it in and the funny thing is everybody watches you as you walk up and do that and so then like 10 other people usually go up and push on it too but this time it was just a kid yeah like, and it didn't it. move that much it didn't move it as much it moved maybe a half inch and it was weird because as I pushed on it it felt like like it was soft 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 and then hard like there was some kind of backing in there they, so I, they may they have fixed have, it. They may have fixed it, which is sad. That or they may, they may be bringing the, uh, the bodywork closer to the substructure. Yeah. And so you hit the substructure there. Awesome. You know, that's a possibility. Yeah. So if that's the case, I need to find a new Corvette test. Or just continue with that for a little while and see if it changes. Well, I mean, I will, but I mean, yeah. I got to find one that's more impactful. Like, because no, like just one person went and I don't, did it. I don't, I, I don't know what that tells us, though, other than the fact that Corvette still uses plastics in their mm. manufacturing process. That's true. Yeah, because it's not it's not carbon fiber like it, that tailgate. No, and it's it's long. And this is like a Z06 or something it, it too. Is, it wasn't it a ZR1, long, but Corvettes have long since ceased to be uh, fiberglass. Yeah, they're, they're mostly plastic. Yep, ABS or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we did that, and then uh, what else did we do? Somebody actually, so somebody we live streamed that a little bit, and somebody asked us to go yep. check out the 720s. Uh, McLaren and I there was no 720s there. I did not see one. I did not see a single one. one we went all. to the Rally Kings booth. They had um a Lamborghini a couple actually we saw what two or three Lamborghini Aventadors that were like in custom booths. Yeah. And then we saw Yeah, because Ferrari there was one in the Lingenfelter or whatever mm-hmm. that custom booth was. Yeah. Yep. And we saw a Ferrari four five eight, a four eighty eight, and actually a four thirty, I think too. Actually. Yeah, but my favorite thing that I saw at the custom booths was the Dodge Power Wagon. Yep. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's no six-wheel drive beast, but yeah. it was a, a Ram 3500 that was lifted with big tires. and Yeah, it looked like a power wagon should. Yeah. I, was, I was happy with it. Yeah. They probably put way too much money into that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know who did it. It wasn't at the Ram booth. So oh, actually, it, wasn't, it wasn't Ram that did it. But. Yeah. I hate to bring this up, but I feel like it's like we need to bring this up. But Let's hear it. Uh, what was it? GAC or... Uh, Oh, yeah, the Chinese yeah. were at uh, the auto show this year, which that's yeah. a new thing. So if and you're not interested just Kia in, or Hyundai or... Those are South Korean. Oh, right. I think I knew that, but it escaped me. China is across North Korea from right. South Korea, just in, in case you're not north, familiar with your geography. North and to the west slightly? Pretty much just straight north of South Korea is China. South Korea is not I that big. straight north of there is Russia. No, China. Oh. I failed geology. Yeah, I was homeschooled uh, and yeah, I failed geology. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> it's it's also geography, not geology. Geology is a study See, of rocks this, man, and minerals. It's not good. Yeah. Yep. Maybe we should send you back to school. Probably. Yeah, I don't it's doubt true. it. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, G, GAC, <laughs> which is, I think it's the Geely Automotive Group or Guangzhou Automotive Company. I don't know. Okay. One of the two. Uh, Geely, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's Geely. Okay. We could look this up. I have a computer in front of me, but I'm way too fixated on the, the movement of the volume to yeah. want to bring up what was there. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to pontificate on it. Um, so we sat in one. Yeah, we did. Well, I sat in well, one. Yeah, you sat in one. And I, sat, I sat in the back seat of an SUV. SUV? A Trumpchi. It was, yeah, it was a Trumpchi. Yep. So that's, it's like escape size. So not quite. It's a little bigger. It not, so it's not quite qua- crossover size. It's yeah. it's a small SUV size. Yeah. And the the seat bolstering um, between my shoulder blades and the recline of the the rear seat, which mm-hmm. I imagine doesn't recline that far, uh, it put me in a fairly squished position. Which is I felt weird. I, I felt like a very large individual in this. 
fairly average sized SUV. There's a lot of headroom though, I thought. Yeah, well, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't notice that so much. I'm not a very tall individual. Well, but, but I mean, like, it's weird that you have, like, extra headroom, but not very much, like, other space. Yeah, I'm curious if, that the, if they took up too much of the interior space mm-hmm. with um, poor structural design. Mm. Because they're obviously new to the, to the U.S. market, at least. Mm-hmm. And I know that our crash test standards are more stringent than Chinese crash test standards. Uh, they just are. Uh, currently, I don't assume that that's going to be the... Um, the future, but currently they are, and so I wonder if the added, maybe it's maybe it's not added, maybe that's just how they are, um, but I wonder if the the safety uh, requirements of the passenger compartment necessitated that for them mm-hmm. as being that they're obviously a fairly new automotive company, right? I mean they don't have. Companies like Ford and GM and Chrysler and whatnot, they have decades and decades of experience of, of trimming down uh, their safety equipment while maintaining the structural integrity. And since GAC doesn't have that much time uh, under their belt, I wonder if it's just the, the learning curve that currently is there, right, mm-hmm. with, where they have beefier subcomponents or subframe components, I guess. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I don't know. It felt small on the inside. Um, Material quality was kind of yeah, man. I mean, the, I don't know their price point. Their price point is going to be really aggressive, I'm sure. But yeah, um, I mean, it would have to be for a large majority of the the U.S. Yeah. market mm-hmm. to consider. But which I thought was interesting too, because I like the materials. I just don't think that they'll last long. Like the uh, like in sunlight and stuff, it seems like some of the materials felt like they could crack. Maybe they won't, but they felt like those materials from like the '80s and stuff, kind of to me, where they just don't have some of the longevity. Um, yeah, there's there's a use of a lot of hard touch plastic versus a soft touch plastic, like you see in a lot of well, domestic like, automakers. Even like the leather and stuff, right? Yeah, it does, was like didn't the, feel right. It fe- yeah, like... it felt like a bonded grain ver- yeah. versus a, a top grain or a full grain. Um, very techno- technical terms. I've been looking a lot. Tom, I'm, oh, yeah, I've been looking true. at leathers for the seat for the 35. True, yeah. I've, I've read up much on leather composition. Nice. Um, but yeah. Which it, is going to be sweet, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be. Yeah. But yeah, it didn't feel, I don't know, it, it did not feel like it would last very long. Right, uh, you'd be getting to just paying it off, and then you'd want to get rid of it because stuff's starting to yeah. deteriorate on you. Yep, that's assuming a, a sixty-month loan versus an eighty-four-month or longer. <laughs> right, but the interesting thing I thought was there was a large audience of people. Like there was like a lot of people getting in them. Yeah, there's there's actually quite a few them. people that wanted yep. to check them out. Not nearly as much as say the Audi or Mercedes booths. Yeah, or yep. the Volkswagen booth for that matter. Yeah, or Chevy or. But th- there were more people checking it out than I would have mm-hmm. predicted. Yeah. I suppose there was there was definitely more people than say at uh, the Hyundai booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Hyundai didn't I didn't I don't believe had anything new to report. Yeah. So. Um, I feel like people were more interested in, oh, hey, who's this new brand on on deck who came to the auto show yeah. versus, well, let's just go check out the same stuff from the old guys. And I was actually surprised, like, on a Hyundai note, like, Genesis wasn't, I th- like, that new Sport Coupe Genesis that came out, I thought people would be, like, really interested in that. And I didn't see a ton of people over there. Yeah, th- so Genesis, for those of you who don't know, it has uh, it's a standalone luxury brand offering from Hyundai. Um there's no brand record or no branding. There's no joint branding between the two, I guess is the best way to say that. 
And I believe Genesis has its own dealerships mm-hmm. that aren't part of a Hyundai dealership. So it's very similar to uh, Chevy and Cadillac these days or Ford and Lincoln. Um, or Ram. Or Ram versus Dodge. Uh, it's very similar to that. It's, they want it to be a standalone thing. And they've been fairly successful at it, obviously. They sell a fairly decent amount of them. And so it had its own booth across from Hyundai at the auto show. Um, and yeah, it was it was not fairly well, very well attended at all. Yeah. Like there was like three cars, I think, there. Three or four. Yeah, three or four. It wasn't a large booth, but it was, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, it was but present. It wasn't packed either, you know. No, no, no. But so who, okay, so of all the manufacturers that showed up, who do you think had the strongest showing? Volkswagen always has a, a good showing. They had a very large booth this year, mm-hmm. as per usual. Um, Ford did their usual stuff, right? I mean, is it dual level? I don't feel like Ford was as strong as it was in the past. No, it definitely wasn't. Yeah. Um, I feel like Chevy had a larger footprint than Ford this year. Mm, maybe interesting. That'd be an interesting to look up. And Dodge, well, uh, I guess FCA in general, had a very large footprint, but that's because they separate a lot of their stuff, right? They separate the trucks, the mm-hmm. Ram out from... Uh, the Chrysler offerings where they had a lot of Pacificas on display and that stuff separated from the Jeep offerings and that stuff separated from the Alpha offerings. Which to the Pacifica, actually, it's interesting that they had a hybrid Pacifica considering Marcioni's comments this last couple of weeks about not caring about electrified vehicles at all. Yeah, but he also has to answer to a board of directors and shareholders, stockholders. But right? he also, like, they, there's, you know... The LaFerrari. Yeah. I mean, some of these, like, like Ferrari's talking about electrified versions of, I don't know. So, yeah, I, it doesn't seem like he's in line with the uh, the brands that he manages, per se. Yeah, it's, it's probably true. I don't know. Yeah. He's wanted to sell them for how long? He just wants um, to be done. Probably. I feel like Marchionni's Mar- 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 pretty much done. Yeah. So, I, I'm sorry, I got to move those. Yeah. Headphones. He just... Moving the headphones off. Yeah, so if anybody's watching, then that's you could see that. But whoever, right. for anybody that's not watching, that's listening to this, sorry, they kind of. Yeah. I felt like I was too far removed from Tom, so I needed to remove my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think like for as strong of like a showing, I actually think BMW had some of the most interesting like model releases, um, kind of coming out. They had a, uh, I think Audi would actually be like a second place. Kind of, sort of. But BMW with their 7 Series releases, like all the, like V12s, like they had all the 7 Series like roped off, like you couldn't go touch them. I mean, they're like, you know, over a $100,000 vehicle. Um, But like looking at those, the interiors and stuff looked amazing. And they had some interesting, um, a, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like a 2.8, like a little hatch. Basically like to me, it was an X drive, but it was a a 2.8i, which I mean, I feel like if you made a hot version of that, it could be competition for the Focus RS. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and I, th- I think there's more competition for the Focus RS in other countries outside of the States, right? I mean, the reason it was as big as, as big of news as it was in North America and the United States was because we haven't seen a hot hatch in, since the last time. I don't know. The Golf GTI yeah, is probably yeah. the only hot hatch that we could ever get well the right? rs was always available in europe and not available here for right years, and all, all so. we could get was the st yep and, uh, and, and even new. that was fairly new yeah. yeah for a long time you couldn't even get an st and not all-wheel drive right so i think uh i think we'll probably see 
more and more of that as we well, become more and more of a global automotive atmosphere versus so much regional. Audi has like the RS3 and stuff, which is like phenomenal. Like some of these, like some of the RS models from Audi are pretty, pretty stellar. I'm actually, I'm curious, like how they would. Can we get? We can't get those in the states. Yeah. Can we? Yep. No. Some of them. Yep. Um, but it'd be interesting to go and compare those against like the Focus RS. And yeah, especially price points and things yeah. like that, performance and whatever. Yeah. Um, because they're, they're really not in the same playing playing field. If you're looking at uh, something that's ten or fifteen thousand dollars more, right, for a car that's sub $40,000, right? I mean, mm-hmm. even $5,000 is significant when you're talking about something at that Which, price point. Yeah, at that price point, too, like, you have other options depending on what you want, you know, like, probably not a huge amount of crossover, but, like, the bullet, you could probably get the bullet oh, yeah. saying for yeah, right. 50000 $50,000. So. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what price point that comes in at. Actually, I imagine yeah, we, it, we talked about this a little bit, and to Tom's point, I imagine it will be somewhat less than a GT350. Mm-hmm. Um, and it let's be honest, have, it's probably mostly just a trim package with some handling upgrades. Well, and it does have a small horsepower boost, like 15 or 20 horsepower boost over a normal GT. So they kind of kept in li- that in line, which actually doesn't make sense percentage-wise. No. Because the previous, the 2008 G, uh, Bullet GT was like the same thing, like 15 horsepower better. Right. And so like now instead of, but that was like from 310 to... You know, three twenty-five or whatever. Right, and now is, you're going from four, yeah. what, four sixty? Or is it four sixty now? Yeah, four sixty yeah. to four. So like four seventy-five, four eighty, yeah. maybe. Like, yeah, eh, it would have been nice to hit the five hundred number. Yeah, but if you start to hit or the like four ninety-five or something, if you start to hit the five hundred numbers or close to that range, then you're cannibalizing your three, your GT three fifty sales. Yeah, right. Which actually, though, dude, two thousand eighteen like Mustang GT at four hundred sixty horsepower. You know how easy it's going to be to bump. You might be able to hit five hundred horsepower with that with a tune. Oh, likely. And very likely. That at the is, expense of a little fuel economy? Yeah. Very likely. That's interesting. Like Very likely. Buy a new GT, Ford G, Mustang GT, and then you, you can... You can honestly probably change the intake, too, yep. to something a little bit... Well, these days, the intakes are fairly well integrated with the performance of the vehicle. Yeah. Versus the carburetors, right? right? Where you could change the intake, and you could gain five... Six horsepower, whatever, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah you're going to get less of that these days. Mm-hmm. But I imagine, yeah, with you could probably up the injector size and change the tune, and there goes your horsepower. Oh, if you add like injectors, add quite a bit, right? Like, that's over, what I'm saying. Yeah, so you might but be more like, but that's still a fairly cheap option. Yeah, I imagine you could probably do it without changing. Well, you may have to change the rails, but depending on what the capacity of the rails are, you may only have to change injectors. Yeah, which let's be honest for what a few hundred dollars that's a pretty cheap potential a tune, upgrade so a tune for three four hundred for 400 bucks and then under a thousand bucks you're gonna have over 500 horsepower car yeah that wouldn't be bad no especially in a couple of years when the prices come down yeah right for sure tom is getting up to check the cameras to make sure that his sony is not overheating true that seems to be and also i think he wants a timeline he wants to know how long we've been running i want to make sure the camera didn't like yeah, well, that's true, too. But I don't know how long we've been running. I have no 23 idea. 23 minutes. Oh, so we, we still have seven minutes. Look, that's this, this yeah. time for an Alcan 5000 tra- update. Which we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. So what's new with the Alcan 5000, Tom? I showed you today. All right. So basically, <laughs> there's brake pedals. There. <laughs> <laughs> there is one brake pedal. Oh, and there is true. one clutch pedal. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. No gas pedal. 
Which makes sense. You'd want to get those other two yeah, in well, there first. The gas pedal is it, the way that these old trucks are designed. The gas pedal is attached to the firewall. Right. Okay. So technically, it has a gas pedal, but mm-hmm. it's with the cab, which yeah. is in Illinois. Right. <laughs> so Mike's done a bunch of fabrication work, um, and basically trying to get the frame prepped, which yep. soon it'll be painted. Um, yep. So yeah. So what I ended up doing was. Uh, you could check all this out on YouTube or, or on carsandfilter.com and check out the video because it'll explain a lot more than what I'm able to explain in a podcast. Um, but yeah, I took some one by two steel tubing, uh, rectangular tubing, and cut out some of the old frame structure that was in there mm-hmm. that was had been temporarily welded in by myself to locate the uh, clutch and brake pedals. And I permanently welded and fabricated and welded uh, new tubing, which much better mount, much more sturdily mounts the pedals. And uh, yeah, I've just been finished, kind of finished welding that, which I should be able to do here today. And then it's on to new and better things, I guess. Like installing a gas tank. Well, then we have to wait for basically parts to get back. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm still waiting on parts for, the Columbia two-speed. Mm-hmm. So uh, some parts came, which don't forget to take those with you, Tom. Yep. Some parts came so that we can fix the, uh, the bearing lands on the rear axles. Yep. And once those come back from Tom, then I'm going to take them in for powder coating. And then I'm just waiting on parts to come back for the, re- the complete rebuild of the rear end. So, yep. so yeah, about the time that I get that stuff back from Tom, I'm going to order a rear uh, spring mm-hmm. because it'll probably take about a week or two for that to show up, mm-hmm. which is about the lo- amount of time that it'll take for powder coating. So we're getting closer. Yeah, there's light at the but end then, of the tunnel. Yeah, but then after that stuff, all the driveline stuff is in, then the real work begins. Because mm-hmm. I think this is probably the easy parts. Yeah, the cab is showing supposed to show up sometime in February. Yep. Uh, but the plus side is we really only have to make it uh, weatherproof. Yeah. It doesn't yep. have to look good. True. It will be much much preferable if it looks good, too. Um, but we really just have to make sure that it's together yeah. more than anything else. Doors open, close. Yeah, you know, like that. There's, there's weather seals and good windows. and Box. Yeah. Gotta get the box together. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. to weld up the box. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's pretty much testing. It's going to be a lot of testing. Well, you have to figure out a 12-volt system, which actually you had a good idea as a redundancy using a 12 volt alternator. Yeah, we'll do some follow up on that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because I still got some planning to do and see how things are gonna work, but yeah. videos are definitely the way to check that kind of stuff out. So if you're interested yeah. in the Alcan 5000 detailed updates, uh, check out carsunfiltered.com's YouTube channel, which yeah. I think is just carsunfiltered. Yeah, or you can get to it from carsunfiltered.com. Yeah, we usually Actually, post the videos been, up yeah, there. Yeah, we're, we're starting to get better at posting. Like. I think we've been doing a lot of this stuff wrong, so we're trying to get better at yeah. getting media up and everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We might be a little bit behind. On, well, actually, we've been doing these 0.5 releases, yeah. um, which I think is pretty good. Uh, basically, Mike is recording. Uh, me, so me and Mike live about 100 miles apart, and so we don't get together all the time. Um, and he's been recording like the work that he's doing on the truck. And I, it's you know, Mike's doing all the work on the truck, and I don't really have a whole lot of involvement there. But Tom um, knows how to edit videos. Yeah, I try to edit some At least much better than myself. <laughs> if, there's, if there's like work that can be threaded out that I can do at home or get done at home or something, we try to split that up a little bit. Um, 
Yeah. So it's coming along. It's um, coming. Yeah, it's coming. I mean, I'm, it's it's moving slowly, but it's I'm definitely pleased with the progress. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping for first drive sometime in March. So yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, because then we can get some nice. testing in. <laughs> that that would be nice. Yeah. So in that case, we better cut this short or cut this off so I can get out to the garage and fabricate some transmission mm -hmm. mounts and things of that nature. Just a normal weekend. For Just a normal me. weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right. Yeah. So stay tuned. We're uh, next week. What are we doing next week? Oh, next week we are going to the Snowdrift Rally in Atlanta, Atlanta. Michigan. Yeah. Not, not, not Atlanta. Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't we going to Georgia? Because that's not where the rally is. Yeah, but it's warmer in Georgia. Well, if the rally was there, maybe we should look up and see if there's a rally there. We should there. see if there's a rally in Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> but we are going to Atlanta, Michigan, where yep. we froze our butts off a couple, a few years ago. Yeah. It's been a few years now. Yep. Um, but we're going to bundle up, and we're going to try and get some coverage. What did we drive out there? Did we take the Escape? I think we took the Escape. Did we? I think I had my truck at the time, too. My, we my, my Dodge. We did, not, we did not take the Dodge. I think we took the Escape. All right. So this should be more fun. We have the Raptor this time. Yeah. So we'll and we also have a drone. So we yep. can, if we get lost, we can hopefully find where everyone else is by True. shooting that drone oh. up in the air and figuring it out. Yeah. So this time we're going to try and get our schedule right so we can see all the stages. Yeah. Um, because last time we couldn't, like we got, we could not keep up. We have no idea. Yeah. Oh, but there, actually we need to see if we could find that, uh, that house or farm or whatever that had a whole bunch of 1930s trucks lined oh, up. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. remember where it was. No, that was on the way But they may have some parts that are useful for me. Yeah, that was actually on the way back from Frankenmuth. No, it? different one. Oh, different one? Different well, there's one. The, the one from Frankenmuth, Yeah, too. there's one out by Atlanta. Yeah, okay. That we passed. We'll keep an eye out. Because if they have a, use, a good bed, mm, then yeah. I would be willing to pay top dollar. Yeah. So if anyone knows someone that has a 1935 or 1936 Ford pickup truck bed, I don't need a tailgate, but I need the rest of the bed. Uh, let us know. Let me know, and I will consider all all comers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a huge savings of time. Yeah, and yep. at this point, it just comes down to saving time mm -hmm. versus uh, necessarily saving money. Although, obviously, I'm still fabricating some things, so saving money is part of the project. Yeah. But saving time is much more key True. as August comes closer and closer. Yep. Mm. So, yeah, uh, keep, keep on the lookout for an update from Atlanta, Michigan. Yep. Yep, we should have some fun stuff and actually should be posting some more stuff today, hopefully, from some other events that we went to. And, yeah. All right. Well, until next time. Oh, camera. Camera shut off. Camera died. Yeah, camera camera overheated and died. Yep. So, until next time, like us, subscribe, comment. Share. Share with share. people. And let us know. Uh, I mean, feedback's always welcome, so let us know what you think. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in.